You're listening to the Vanilla Weeds podcast, co-hosted by three women from three continents. Mia Catherine Boyle from Seattle, United States, Dayu Dwirani from Jakarta, Indonesia, and Natalia Blagova from Zurich, Switzerland, originally from Sofia, Bulgaria. We met in the global community of changemakers and co-creators, women heart to heart. Our experiences there showed us that no matter how different we think we are, when we connect heart to heart, we experience our shared humanity and that special sense of oneness and common values. We've surprised ourselves with what we are capable of when we feel supported to be true to ourselves. We felt the unlimited possibilities that open up when we team up with like-minded yet diverse people and tap into our collective intelligence. Vanilla Weeds podcast will support fellow changemakers, men and women, of diverse expertise and origins. Together, we will deepen our awareness of the world we live in, developing the courage to speak truth to bullshit and to act driven by our highest aspirations. We will have conversations with each other and with special guests about everything that really matters to each one of us today and everything that supports us in mastering the art of living together. Listen to the Vanilla Weeds podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Get in touch with us if you have topics that interest you or ideas about guests we should invite. Share with your network if something touches you. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. (laughs) We're sitting here in very different time zones. And what we want to talk about today is social media and I think what kind of came out as we were starting this recording is also community and I think there's a connection there and social media is a phenomenon which is I mean for humanity really new at the same time I think it's serving servicing purposes that always been there uh I mean, it was something like really uh, smart when it was uh, created. I don't think the creators actually knew what's going to happen. But today, I think it's more interesting where we're today. Um, And what I was thinking is social media serves different purposes. Uh, So we cannot talk about it in general, but we need to... um, divided in its different purposes. Um, so one of the one of the purposes for me is community. There are a lot of people who have found communities in social media. And what I mean by that is they either in touch with their traditional community, people like they have long friendship with, so it's just a way of connecting with that. Or they have found completely new groups there where they think they belong. And I'm saying they think they belong because I think there's a, uh, there's a difference there. There are people who really have found people they belong, communities they belong to. And I think there are people who are more artificially feeling that they are part of a community, but they're not actually, and we we can talk about that. But one is connection and belonging. For me, the other one is, um, I see a lot of consumption, pure consumption, as in 
going somewhere where our senses are being fed with whatever we need, uh, but we're staying silent consumer. So, so that's for me the second use. The third use is people who want to show off. Uh, so, so people who go there to sh show certain aspects of their life or to attract attention or whatever else they're doing there. But basically, it's either showing off or selling. So, so this is a more active role. Uh, and then the third, no, the fourth actually, the fourth is we use social media for information, and it's being used for misinformation as well. So, so it's used to, um, to facilitate basically fake information to us. Um, I don't know if I'm missing something, but this is what I roughly thought now about. And overall for me, social media is like everything else in life. It's, um, it can be used for good and for bad. And uh, I personally have experienced certain aspects of social media, which are amazing and have given me opportunity to find people who think are like me and meet people around the world, which I would have not met otherwise. But at the same time, social media also has become a mass manipulation tool, I think. And... Um, Also, where I really think there's a lot of damage, it creates a sense of um, a lot of people do things on social media which make them feel that they have done their duty to, towards the world. And what I mean by that is I see that it takes a lot of our energy of humanity in general today. And I see people who want to see a change in the world and somehow their whole energy of doing something towards a better world is in supporting certain groups and posts on social media. And they have this sense that they've done something good by supporting this, that, or the other. Uh, so it takes away from an energy which otherwise maybe would go into real life and we would do something about things. Um, yeah, so I think this is a good start. There's a lot more, but uh, let's... So, so maybe do you agree with the things I marked as functions or did I miss something? Let's start there. Um, I agree. I, I wrote these things down. The way I wrote them down, because you, uh, as best as I could, the list looks like connection, consumerism, exploitation, information, disinformation, and a vicarious meaning. And I hope that is adequate for what you just said. And okay. in looking at that list, 
it's what strikes me that's interesting about it is you presented it as these are the four or five different kinds, right? Um, and what I'm seeing is that they're all sort of molding together into one kind at different times. Mm -hmm. They they represent this or that. And, and it's almost as if you were painting a picture of the human psyche because we all have these different facets and we can use these different sides of ourselves when when we get on social media right and one one time you're talking to friends and you're you're finding connection with actual people that you actually know actually today <laughs> as opposed to talking to your buddies from high school which you know i had on my social media page and it was a very strange experience because i would just chit chat with people that i actually haven't seen or spoken to in real time for 40 years so there's an aspect to that that's surreal and that is illusory in my in my humble opinion in the sense that we no longer have the surety of the connection we used to have there is some of it and that some of it is real for sure but there is so much water under the bridge we don't know each other in the same way we used to and there's not a real acknowledgement of that on through social media and it come we come by that honestly in the sense that we know each other right well, what's the big deal but but there's so much that we don't know about each other in that instance um so it's fraught the connection the connectivity is fraught on social media in certain in certain ways um within certain uh alignments and friendships that that it that it represents and i think that these friendships and alignments on social media can get sort of melded together in a way that is just not real and it's not accurate and it's confusing for the psyche it's confusing for the people involved um and I have a question here for you. I just don't know what you said. Isn't it the same like in real life? So, so for example, if you go to a re reunion of your high school and it's like X number of many years afterwards, you don't really know each other. So you say hello to each other. Everybody's trying to be in their nicest dress and say nice things about their achievements, right? And uh, Everybody yeah. shows off this uh, fake face, and unless maybe when people get drunk, they see a little more. But, but more <laughs> or less, it's this artificial uh, get together where nobody really gets to know each other. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. not nobody, but eighty percent, let's say. I think that is happening, but I think that it's happening in a sphere that's more, there's more containment to it because it's this one event that happens every 10 years or whatever. Mm. With social media, it can happen any time of day, day or night, all mm -hmm. the time. And that, that sense of time and space is completely warping our understanding of how we are related to one another um and i i think it can be innocent and fine and and it can also create assumptions about one another that are dangerous and are leveraged in fact like i noticed 
I, I would only read about these things, but for, for kids on social media, this is really, really fraught and dangerous because, you know, they don't really understand the stakes. What They don't really understand what's happening even mm -hmm. because they don't really understand what a real long-term friendship looks like because they're, they're young and they don't have any yet. And they're connecting, um, and seeing each other on the screen. And in some instances, they're making assumptions about that other person based on this momentary representations or, or uh, representations that may, might not even represent that person very honestly. You know, a lot of people only show a certain side of themselves on social media. Maybe everybody's like that. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's, it's difficult to really get the full sense of, of someone from just knowing them on a computer. Right. And, and we, we want to put our best foot forward. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of instances of, of um, people talking about them feeling there's, there's a, for the young people, especially having inferiority complexes because they, uh, everybody else looks so successful and fabulous like they're having such a wonderful time all the time of course that's not true of anybody nobody's always having a wonderful time but in the instances of these quick shots of people's lives on social media apparently for young people it can really seem like they're the odd odd ones that don't really have their thing together and everybody else looks so great this has been a problem for young girls especially in social media um i've seen um unfortunately the suicide rates for young people very young people is skyrocketing like for girls it's it's increased 73 percent, and i think that's in america i'm not sure you know um of the worldwide demographic but it's really bad here it's really bad and there's very little being done to address it because the uh, platforms are, you know, they're basically for-profit models that don't really, they're not beholden to um, social welfare. They're beholden to their shareholders, as it were. And, and they're just doing, they're doing that old song and dance about how their responsibility is to their shareholders, not to their customers or whatever. Then, you know, to complicate it all, we're all, we're also understanding now that, um, that we're actually not customers. We're the product, right? Because yeah. these platforms are making money by selling information about us. And so that's a whole other realm that psychologically none of us were prepared for. Uh, we just didn't really realize what was going on. We, we got on this platform realizing, oh, there's this opportunity to get in touch with so-and-so who I didn't, haven't talked to in, in a long time uh, or to meet so-and-so's friend or, you know, it's, it's just so vast and unprecedented what what was before us and what we were stepping into of course we didn't understand what we were stepping into but the fact that it's it's already it was already monetized before we even started using it um is 
it needs to really be recognized. And beyond all that, I'm just going to go all the way here. And I'm going to say what really needs to be recognized about social media is that it was fast tracked and developed by uh, government entities here in the U.S. known as the CIA. So that needs to be point number one. Um, that point has never been publicly acknowledged, although it is a fact and it is understood by people that want to know or have done that research. You can, this is information you can find and you can find yeah, it, it's mm -hmm. but it's, it's also cleverly avoided and elude. It's, it's just not really common knowledge. I speak to people. And when I mention that they're like, really, or are you sure? Like, they don't know. They have no idea. Yeah, but this is the same for wouldn't it's the same for internet. Internet was developed also by the same organizations. Right. I mean, in a way, they have we are the ones also having the biggest funding to to for such innovations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. why uh, I want to add one word, one word again for in terms of social media. I think one word for me personally sometimes. It's toxic. <laughs> Social media, it's toxic. So all of the things that you already mentioned, Natalia, and all of the things that you mentioned, Mia, uh, particularly about skyrocketing numbers of the suicide uh, happening in many countries, because it's like this toxic that consume human, consume us, that just, just like what you, yeah, just like what we have, already mentioned earlier that it's like it's the technology that really fast that our mental our mind is not fast enough to co to compare to 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 be in the same page with the fast information fast technology and fast everything is everything is going viral and we don't cannot comprehend that it is real or not it is really good for us or not so it's sometimes it's really social media it's just toxic for me and uh, for me it it's if uh, we already sense that uh, the social media is became so really bad for us i think we should detoxing we should avoid social media we can uh, talk to ourselves whether i want to detox or i want to stop or avoiding or minimize the use of social media because that's what I see. That's what I'm uh, ex experiencing also because the social media is really distracting and it can be depressed when you, just like Natalia said, it's when you saw someone show off and you can, you start to compare with yourself, it's going to be depressed. It's it's going to make people depressed. Why I'm not like her or why I'm not like those uh, people and that accumulate with the others and yeah that's that's why uh the suicide can be came from the social media and it's really yeah i think that one word is toxic so i want to avoid the toxic as people normal people uh, will do if you know something is toxic we should avoid but the challenge is it's not that easy as the social media uh, have the other function of the connection with people that far away and yeah other good stuff yeah it's it's a two two-edged sword a double-edged yeah. sword mm -hmm. well you know Dayu, it's 
I understand your sentiment and I share it in a way. However, I would say that it's not really about avoiding because it's, it's just here now and it's, it's what's happening. And if we could avoid it and stop it and go back, I think people might do that, but it's, almost, it's a Pandora's box. Is it not? Mm -hmm. We're here grappling with this thing and maybe what, what is, what is before us is that we must take the reins back and understand what it is we're involved in here and be able to find a way to take responsibility for our part in it and and also um you know to take ownership over our part in, in what what it is um and most certainly uh get it out of the um you know, consumerist model and, and understand that what is happening is we have a, we have, we're going into a realm of our psyches with this thing and it, it must be treated as something sacred and something um, dangerous and very, you know, we, it needs to be treated with far more respect than what we are, what we are doing now. Um, this is not a business model. This is the inside of your brain right now. Like we're sharing our thoughts and opinions and we're having impressions and uh, of others. And, and these things need to simply be quietly respected. And I don't see that happening at all. There's this sort of, you know, the, the exploitation aspect of it is, is just, so unconscious and so out of control and it's that's the dangerous part to me um not just the surveillance but um the aspect of not really realizing what the intentions the overall intentions of the platforms are and how we are being manipulated and you know i mean we're all waiting for this word weaponized <laughs> you know this is just the truth and we need to look at it now and grapple with those ideas so that we can wrestle them in, down to the ground and <laughs> somehow get ahead of, of those things because they have really um, compromised us terribly and put, put us in a direction, going in a direction societally that um, I don't think we would survive if we keep going in that direction. Uh, yeah, and I, 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 there are a couple of things I want to uh, bring the conversation a little back to because I think we said a lot of important different things and I think we need to go a bit further on some of them. Uh, the first thing I wanted to address is um, I actually both agree and disagree i was wondering i was going to say disagree but then i realized i partly agree partly disagree with your statement with uh, me specifically that um, it's not a real connection when it's virtual and i think it depends uh, oh, I, I, know... I i didn't mean to convey that specifically but yeah, I, but yeah, I, I want you to emphasize it yeah but uh, we if we look at ourselves as spiritual beings, we are actually connected 
in ways that we don't even realize for our traditional way of connection. Right. Through through different uh, experiences I've had during the last years, both in the community of women heart to heart, but also through constellations. I mean, we've we've seen we're very connected. We're Mm -hmm. very connected in ways our minds cannot comprehend. So Absolutely. Can, yeah. So we can actually give. So it's okay that we are connecting with people outside of traditional understanding of connection and time. Yeah. I think that's awesome because it questions our traditional understanding of these things, which is anyway limited. Yeah. Oh, I so, agree with that. So that part I love actually because we we're, we're coming to realize things that otherwise maybe we would never realize. That's the whole foundation of our podcast, really. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's how we met and that's how it all happened. Yeah. Yeah, and we've never met, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we've never met. We don't have any common people uh, we know. I mean, we don't know our friends. We don't. Mm. I mean, we don't know anything about ourselves. Right. Somebody could be fake. <laughs> well, no, this I'm is joking, but but no, but... you're hitting straight on it, and and this is our whole point was, hey, we're we're really getting along here, and we're we're getting along in a very deep way. Let's have a podcast. That's how we started. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna say my that I'm joking that we could be fake because we can't fake what we yeah, have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and that's the thing also for people using social media. If Absolutely. they really connect to their heart, they know what's fake and what's not. They can differentiate between real connections and not real. The problem is most people are using it, rushing through it in in that mode of Oh, I'm just going to check this and I'm going from one thing to the other. So in that mode, we don't know what's fake and what's not. Mm, you need yeah. to slow down and mm-hmm. con- make a deeper connection and then you know what's real and what's not. So, so this is one thing I wanted to say because uh, and that's the positive side. And I will add actually one more thing to the positive before I get to some of the other fun- things. Um I think we need global connections. We need these virtual connections. And that was the foundation of why I started Women Heart to Heart, because we live in a globalized world. And in order to deal with it, to understand it, in order to remain sane, we need to get out of our usual community bubbles. Yes. Uh, I'm convinced into that. So we need to find... It doesn't matter what, I mean, different things work for different people, but I'm convinced we cannot stay in our usual bubbles because these bubbles are preventing us from growing and developing the way this world needs us to. And then we're really subjected, then we're really an object of false information and all kinds of stupidities because our viewpoint is so close and so easy to manipulate this by saying oh this in this country did that to that and that country and we're like oh my god i mean and when you communicate with people around the world you start seeing other sides of the story and then you can start building a real picture right 
you cannot do it if you stay in your usual bubble. So I'm convinced of that. So these are two things that I think have been amazing as far as social media. Where I, I, I also, you said something very important, which I want to emphasize. And again, uh, so that it doesn't kind of disappear in the conversation is that social media has become, it's like a, an image of our psyche. Right? You said it in different words, but it, everything has been exposed. So I think everything we're seeing on social media has existed in real life as well. So so we've, I mean, we've had kids which get depressed by going to school and not being part of the usual gangs and being... Uh, ridiculous because they're different or because they don't have this or that. So this has always been there. It's just everything now is like uh, exposed. Intensified. And intensified, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think here is the opportunity. Things that we were not admitting to ourselves now are out there. So we cannot deny them. So we can start dealing with them. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, social media is not about, uh, actually, I want to differentiate here. When we say social media, what I'm, what, when I'm saying social media, what I'm talking about is, uh, because absolutely social media is, uh, I mean, you're saying weaponized, I, I, uh, it, for me, it's a business machine with all the pros and cons and that, and that's something we, and we're the product. I mean, so so this is, we need to come to terms to that. Uh, meaning we need to acknowledge it and adjust our behavior to that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so somewhere there in all this, I feel we need something like a social media, which allows us to connect, communicate, and form communities but it's not commercialized in the same way. And, and that's why actually I uh, like what Mighty Networks were doing because they allow for the formation of communities which may or may not be commercialized. Potential. I mean, it's up to the creators. Uh, but that's another story. Um, I know I'm throwing a lot of different things, but what I, the main thing I wanted to, to, to mention here is that we need to awake to our responsibility of co-creators of what's happening on social media. Because we, yes, it may have been developed by CIA. Yes, it's a corporation in which all of us can buy shares and earn money, right? It's available, it's on the stock exchange. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are facts. But as far as what it will be and how we, I've always said that's the opportunity. Like corporations have become really big and they're managing our lives in ways we have are not completely comprehending. But what we haven't woken up still, we haven't still woken up to the fact that corporations are nothing without the customers. Uh, unlike governments, which continue to, ex- I mean, we, we cannot, 
I mean, there are such people, but it's very difficult not to pay your taxes and not to be part of the system of government where you live, right? We we need to continue to belong there because that's how life is structured. But with corporation, it's different. They need customers. And customers have power. <laughs> so if we wake up to our role as co-creators of whatever is happening there, uh, we can actually yeah, use this power in other ways. I'm not saying it's that easy, but it is a possibility, right? If everybody really woke up to the to what's happening, we can find alternative well, ways for digitalization now to connect. And yeah, I think, that. That I think there is a level of uh, awakening that is happening, no doubt, especially yeah. because we're seeing the aftermath of the manipulation. Um, but there are other reasons too, and I'm not entirely clear on that. Uh, one thing I want to just be really uh, forthright about is that I feel like we're inside of this thing, okay, that we're trying to talk about and understand. And it's quite difficult. <laughs> because it's got us in there like we are in the grip of it and um i agree 100 percent that we need to take it back and take and that's probably going to be done by taking back our self-respect and our expectations of one another of being accountable to one another and being reasonable um emotionally we're just being so uh coaxed and uh manipulated within that sphere i just i don't really go on social media anymore per se i just check in and get my mail and then i leave and that's about where i'm at now because it's been really punishing um i don't know if it's been as bad for you guys as it has been in this country it's just absolutely just gone completely bonkers uh, just take it to the next level total absurdity and uh, you know we've our elections have been influenced unduly by this um, our understanding of our country has been completely turned upside down I mean it's it's been really you know in about probably in about three years we're going to look back on this time and we're going to talk about what has happened. Um, it's really been a, an act of war. I do believe there's something going on in this country that is that is evil from within. Like it's just it's bad news, and and we're grappling with it. I I really noticed it when we had our last podcast, and I you know um, we were talking with Dr. Faisal, and there was so much I couldn't say to him. Okay, because it's all too big because he's talking about things that were I, I, I guess I should I should just say that you know that that there's a, a ongoing conversation in this country about and I'm going big picture right now, but I'll bring it back, I promise. There's an ongoing conversation now here about um what has happened in the history of our nation because we really aren't 
that conscious of our own history. We don't learn it very well in school. And I think that's on purpose. And it causes a lot of trouble for us. Um, and we're starting to kind of claw back, you know, some of the, the history so that we understand where we come from. And it hasn't been easy. Um, and especially in a country where, you know, a lot of the issues we talk about are, are you know, problematic issues are race related, you know, like we're, this country is so obsessed with race. I mean, there's only one race, the human race, right? But that's, you can't just say that here because it's it's almost like, oh, that's not even really relevant because we're all having these these arguments and, and struggles with each other. So, so that's not even a relevant point to make, right? It's, it's, we're in it. And, and as such, we're, we're grappling with it on a level that um, most other countries, I think, are, are just looking on at us and, and disbelief. <laughs> While we are, we are really grappling with something that, that not only is, has a, is problematic from from a long time ago, but is also problematic because precisely because we've never opened up these issues and talked about them honestly, or learned about them in school, or learned about how to talk about them, and um, and we're just so thusly we're learning the hard way because social media, to a certain extent, has really brought this to light in in people's faces. Um, in both good and bad ways. Um, I think it's, it's necessary to happen and I'm glad that it's happening, but, but there's a certain lack of, um, etiquette and discourse that we have here in this country uh, when it comes to talking about ideas and information. Um, people get lost in, really wanting to play the who knows more game, like, oh, I know more than you, or, you know, just sort of like these, these, uh, these arguments that happen online that really stunt the conversations. And, and it doesn't seem as though there's whoever would be in the position to help us make sense of this and get a little further and get, you know, it's like we, we are lacking an informed discourse. We are lacking a way to to have a discourse in this country. I mean, and and we're seeing that in the way we relate on on social media it, to a point where it's actually gotten um, it's it's reaching a point where we can't we can't do it. So people like me, we just were out. I'm not there. I'm not having that conversation with people because. I don't, I'm not being heard. And if I'm not being heard, what's the point in talking? You know, that's where I'm at. And a lot of people are at that point here. And we need to find a way to move beyond that and, and to start the conversation for real and stop all this, you know, um, clamoring around and ego vain stuff. And, 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 you know, uh, we need to identify the manipulation and say no more. This is not happening. You need to stop whoever you are. Um, and, and we need to reconnect with each other and use this. This is a, this is a technology is, does not belong to scientists or inventors. It belongs to everyone. And we need to make that um, clear. We need to make that distinction right away that it's, you know, it, 
it's just a fundamental aspect of our reality therefore it can't be owned by an individual mm. it's it's a reality okay um so wow like you know these things are pretty fundamental and just mm-hmm. talking about it from from the the point of view of of this country my, of an american and north american you know united states is just sort of like as far as i can see it's sort of like ground zero for for what is happening problematically in, in, in all of this. And, and we, you know, in my country, I feel have a responsibility to the rest of the world to, to understand what it is we're putting out here and, and take responsibility for doing that and, and try our best to take advantage of this opportunity to reach out and say we want to talk we want to connect we don't want to manipulate you we don't want to you know that all of this has to we have to start from ground from the ground again go back to basics and and reconnect to everyone uh you know i don't know how this can be done but i think i think it can be done and it must be done it's very interesting in what you're saying. You're talking about America, and I totally relate to what you're saying. I think I said it in another conversation. I'm not sure whether it's in podcast, but I'm sure we've spoken about it. Uh, I shared about my first experience. So I, I came for the first time to the United States back in 1991, which was immediately year and a half after the changes in my own country from basically planned economy, communism to capitalism and market economy. And I was coming out of a country and a region which was known in the world for uh, manipulation of information for, we were behind the curtain in many different ways. So, so we had very selected information about the world. And at that time it was real because you didn't, you had very little physical ways to connect to the world. And I was coming out of that, I mean, realizing how they've manipulated us. And I came to the United States and I came back home. And you know what I told my friends? these guys are so much better than us at manipulation. <laughs> they have taken it to a whole other level. Exactly. This was, this was my experience and it was not so much, it was a little bit, I was on a conference and kind of had like a tour of some region. So I had communication with people, but it was primarily based also on what I was seeing in the media and the information that was given fed to people in news and everything. So for me, America is waking up from a dream and uh, uh, social media accelerated that process because Mm -hmm. people could get access now to information which otherwise they wouldn't. Not that they couldn't. I mean, the difference between where I come from and and America is people could travel, people could see the world, people could read any books, but they didn't. Um, the majority, the masses didn't. They, they lived in that bubble and they trusted the media. Uh, That's still so happening here to this day. It's still happening, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I know your 
I mean, I have some of the American channels and I can see what's being said and it's not the truth. And they do it. We can spend probably a lifetime to discuss whether this is uh whether this is manipulation conscious manipulation or stupidity and i think it's both <laughs> but i think the stupidity is more than the manipulation when i say stupidity i mean this lack of openness to to, to see the whole picture it's not exactly stupidity it's it's uh it's a sleepwalking i call it yeah but, sure but, I don't know. When Just one, say... one more second. I wanted to, okay. to, to emphasize one thing. Uh, that only confirms the need for global connections, which which is what I was talking in the beginning, because you're saying I'm not even talking to some of these people because they wouldn't even get me or something like that. But mm -hmm. you're talking to us, right? Uh, uh, so, so this is where this is exactly what I was saying. We live in times of huge transformations and it's our responsibility to actually connect with people which are relevant wherever mm -hmm. we are right now. We need right. to connect to people who can take us even further. So, so with whom we can talk about the things that matter to us in an authentic way. So this is our primary responsibility today. Whether we find somebody on social media or in some other channel, it doesn't matter. But we need to connect outside of our bubbles. I, I'm convinced of that. Right. I just wanted to, 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 to make that circle because we of what you are saying exactly. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, mean... I was, re yeah, I, I'm remembering all, all of our earlier way back last year yeah way back to last year mia i i uh i i keep saying i keep saying that this is one of the purpose of why we have this podcast as we want to uh want to provide another content so that people who might be felt relevant with what we are talking about so they did not felt alone and we we can deliver a message or we can get the message from others so so it is it is a really uh i'm i'm convinced that it is going to be a positive uh mm -hmm. positive result in the i don't know near way future in the new year or future but i was remembering our conversation mia about that's what's happening in both of our countries and in, in, in terms of social media because that's our distracting our country through it's this dividing people to uh between one and two and between others and here it's it's really is yes. reality and what we are doing right now i think uh we yeah we have to we have to push forward <laughs> you know i don't know how to say but i think we are uh practicing the role of our global citizen as just like what Natalia said about the community and about the role of ourselves in the world because we mm -hmm. live in the same world right right so we have our each role and I think that's what we trying to do right now at least with the podcast I was just going to 
make sure of the listeners that we are here for the for you for you for you listeners and uh yeah we want to start to talk the with openness and yeah we can talk about different things that we might not know even uh, earlier right and it's you know i know there there might be a little bit of on irony that i in order for me to connect to people i had to go to an international group and i i mean i wanted to do that but i also felt um i think i felt in particular like i i think looking back basically what happened was i joined heart to heart because i liked the description and i thought wow there's going to be something happening here it wasn't exactly what i thought what i had hoped for in the sense that i wanted to talk about but um i felt seen i felt seen by you natalia and that was enough because you got a hold of me and you acknowledged and what i was looking for and the fact that you did that i thought okay my mission has been accomplished thus far i have to see this through and so i stayed on and then i met you dayu and here we are today like we've really for me it feels like i went on a journey <laughs> <You know? laughs> and i found you on the road on the road to wherever it is that, that i'm going and now we're going there together and i think you did a good job at, at really describing that dayu because it it really is true we're we're just trying to um recognize one another in the human world and and actually use this technology that's available to us to and, and enables us to talk to each other in a way that's responsible um to ourselves and each other you said it so beautifully i just wanna just repeat it in order to uh to be heard I mean, it's really about, first of all, the responsibility for us to see and then to find people who see us. But but they come together, right? Because we, we also, uh, in order to be seen, we need also to show up for real, uh, which yeah. is what you did, right? Because otherwise you cannot be seen. Because well, I the stakes were pretty high. <laughs> so I want to acknowledge that you know there's probably the chance that for me as a as an American as a as a person of you know my before all of this I was you know I was just really using social media as a um, musician promoting myself um, and my music and like all of the musicians that I know were trying to do because we didn't kind of really know what else to do <laughs> Um, because the structure of the music business is thus that, you know, is changing so quickly. We, we were all just sort of like, oh, I guess we're going to do this now. Okay. And, and it, there wasn't a lot of thought into, um, I think, the, the, uh, the heightened psychic nature of what, what we were entering into. 
um, I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but we just thought, oh, you know, we're just being musicians and we're just going to start connecting with other musicians. That's kind of how it started for me. Um, there was a platform uh, <laughs> that was just for musicians and, and it was pretty exciting in a weird way because it was just so brand new. And, and we were kind of interacting with each other and there was a lot of innocence and naivete about it. Like we would actually send each other CDs in the mail, people you didn't even know. <laughs> and it, it was just, a, it was kind of fun looking back, but that was quickly undone. And then we ended up with, um, you know, basically Facebook just kind of changed the landscape for everybody. And that became the dominant mode. And that was where, you know, everything sort of went quantum in a bizarre way. And uh, um, I'm not sure what I was really trying to say here because my mind is just fractured into like 5,000 different, <laughs> different ideas because it's just so huge what's happening and what happened back then. But I think what really happened was friends you know you started to see it it became more about oh my gosh you know uh friends that i know who aren't music music related are getting on this platform and they're talking and so we you know we would start interacting with people and then there were all these people i knew from my high school which is two thousand miles away and i hadn't talked to any of those people they started getting a hold of me so it just became this alternate reality in a way but but it was very quick very sudden and and then within a few years there was things called bots and you know I, the manipulation began i mean probably it was there all along but but i think what what's happening now that that we can really really um utilize as a gauge and as a as a, a signpost is that we are waking up to that stuff and and you know in a way it doesn't even matter who did it or what who's wrong and who's right what matters is that it's happening we're seeing it and we're learning how to wrestle it to the ground and make uh the situation more about what we want which is um a co-creating you know way to co-create a future for ourselves um that's it exactly yeah. so, so it's about really uh i mean i keep using that word but it's really about waking up to our own role and responsibility in this and thinking i mean you said it perfectly thinking what future we want to create and who do we want to create it with and who can help us support us on the way towards that future because it's definitely not everybody i mean we 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 have to find the people that support us on that journey and uh yeah and that's, that's the it. compassionate thing you know yeah. like we need to um and see through compassionate eyes like really understand that that we are vulnerable and that everyone here is vulnerable and and we need to proceed respectfully and and with caring for each other um and that's going to set a tone that will enable us to be bold later and and get more uh emergent or or share more um and and share more in terms of 
actually sharing ideas and starting to really do that co-creative thing. Um, but what needs to happen initially is that assumptions need to stop being made about one another. I'm talking about people in general. Um, and we need to really look with new eyes at, at whoever it is we're interacting with, you know, and, um, I, I don't think people are used to that. I think that the way media has been used has been so sort of crass that, that we ourselves have become crass in the way we communicate with each other unknowingly. And if we can just bring it back to that respectful thing where you came to someone's door and you understood that you're about to cross their hearth and be in their home and, and understand that there's things that, you know, you need to respect and, 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 I mean, that kind of feeling, if we could come to each other with that kind of feeling, wouldn't it be a, a whole different, uh, you know, interaction and, and absolutely. reality, yeah. really? Absolutely. <laughs> so, so, so it's really about, it's, it's really actually, like the way you said it, it's also about recognizing that that's also a real world. I think for too long we said the virtual world is something else and the, there's real world and virtual world. But it's just very real there. As I yeah. was saying in the beginning, we can connect there and we can also not connect. But uh, it's very real what's happening. So we need to treat it as if it's uh, real life. I, uh, I think that's really profound what you're saying, actually, because... Um... I don't I don't hear people really talking about that a lot. I I only hear um really some of the edgiest scientists talking about that in the in the sense that um in the in the philosophy world they're talking a lot about do we live in a simulation or and that's freaking everybody out and and I I mean I'm so tempted to go there right now but I'm not going to. I'm just going to say that that you're hitting on a very important point that um that involves a massive assumption that we've all been making and that is that this is not a reality it's just a it's just a computer game or whatever and and it, this is a reality it's a it reality it's because impacting we're lives yes yes it's impacting yeah. lives people kill themselves some people find their love it's 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 life yeah, it has all the, and we need to admit all the good things it does and all the bad things it does, and and um, because I also wanted to bring you talking now of philosophers, and I actually my life has has not been as full as it is now, also because of people and I would not have access to the same resources as far as uh thought leaders philosophers of our time i mean now i can listen to podcasts and videos and read yeah. things that i would never access before how would yeah, i it's access? incredible I... right yeah so so yeah. it fills me so much it has given me so much growth the fact i mean all this technology and internet and i want to acknowledge it 
I wouldn't be here sitting and doing what I'm doing today with you if it wasn't for that. I mean, I've developed so much. Yes, it's me finding these things and it's part of my journey to find them. Uh, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same journey without technology. I mean, far from it. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we cannot meet each other if we're not using social media, right? Right. <laughs> That's how we met. That's the, yeah, we, yeah, I, I agree that we have to acknowledge that, yeah, it is, it is impacting our life because it is real. So the, the, as the simple thing is we, we cannot met one in one of another if we don't met on the internet. Yeah. So find, finding uh, Natalia through, I'm still using Instagram, by the way. I'm not using Facebook anymore, but I'm still mm -hmm. in a, in the use of Instagram. So that's how I met uh, Natalia and the community. And, mm. and then I find I find you, Mia. So yeah, I do yeah. agree that we have to acknowledge that the the good thing that you mentioned earlier, we have to respect it. It's like, why don't we use the the way that we are knocking everyone's door before uh, we hit the comments? So we respect each other's privacy. We don't we don't share comments if we did not ask by the person because the the thing that happens right now, particularly in my country, when one someone's posting in the social media, everything everyone thinks that it is their rights to say bad comments, say worse, right. worse, worse comments, and people forget that. This is real people who have feelings. This is real people who have privacy. This is people who can be hurt if they read the bad comments. So I think, yeah, we, why won't we go back to the place that we respect each other's privacy? And just like before we comment, we knock on people's door before entering others' residence. I think that's, that's the wise thing to do. At least I'm becoming. I'm awakened by right uh, by now, so I'm going to do that also in my in my practice when using social media. I I wrote about actually what you're writing. I wrote a small blog about uh, something like that a while ago, and it was re with related with these webinars that that really were coming out of everywhere, especially during the pandemic. Like everybody was doing webinars, and. In general, Zoom meetings, and I was part of one meet. I mean, I've been part of many like that, but one particular. It just dawned on me how people appear. They don't switch their cameras. They put a false name or don't put a name at all. They just appear, stay there for a while. They're part of conversations, and then they disappear. And mm -hmm. I thought it's like. It's like going to a party in somebody's home, putting a mask on your head, entering, not saying anything, going to several conversations, listening to them with the mask on, without introducing yourself and without saying goodbye going out. I mean, it would be the same. And, and I, It is very vicarious and strange, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So we need to start treating, I mean, there's these are people, they just talking about something so you can join but but follow the same i mean 
look at it as real. I, I think you're right, Mia, but what was um, very key that we, realizing how we're not looking at as real life. I think that's really key in this conversation. Uh, I agree with you that uh, yeah, there's... we need to start treating all that as life, as as, as uh, part of, as real, as real people, real life. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that we just bit off a lot. <laughs> in this topic and it's been great because i'm seeing how actually almost everything we have done together is via a kind of social media yes and, yes yes <laughs> um and i think we're sort of taking it hopefully to a different level with each other and it's very inspiring because you know, it hasn't always been comfortable, but it's always been enlightening. And I don't mean with you two, it's been, it's always been comfortable, but sometimes, you know, I, I feel like having guests has been really interesting and, and also very enlightening. Um, but what I'm really trying to say is that it's, it's possible to risk and to you know, go in all these different directions as long as, you know, you're, we have a commitment to respect and making that one of the most fundamental things, because that's the invitation. That's why we're doing everything is a, a kind of, um, it's a kind of way of making a connection that primarily is about me seeing you not you seeing me right it's like i want to get out of me and go to a different place to your place and see what's happening um it's something that is just missing over here it's it's there's this kind of aggression that people are used to now because it's i think we just got off to a bad start and and that we there's absolutely no reason why we can't remake this thing you know in a in a better way and and have it serve us all in a in a way that is it's just respectful you know mm -hmm. i think that's such a beautiful thing and it's been it's so lacking of late and almost incidentally really i i just i think a lot of it isn't it isn't out of a violent way but it's out of um not knowing how to handle this this uh new power that's in our midst you know for one thing we weren't um given the power that belonged to us i think and we didn't take it you know I'm I'm reminded of our conversation about women and how we we ended up really talking about yes women have had a hard time but a lot of it has been because we have not taken the power we have not acknowledged our own power and thereby we have given it away before it was even taken from us that's a very important point 
okay and and in a way the same thing has happened with humanity you know in how we're interacting with these different power brokers and power bases we you know we need to just come to this and i think what we're doing is we're making an example of what i'm trying to talk about and i'm not doing a very good job because it's so late for me i'm a i'm <laughs> almost a bus <laughs> i think we should yeah yeah you know but what i am let me just finish this thought to make sure um i i really i think that just having a respectful approach eliminate it's just like all of uh, so many of the problems that we've been talking about just dissipate on their own when you come with the intention to respect the other person and but i would add to that yeah i 100 agree with you but i would add again and come up and be present authentically because it's because that's a critical part of it uh, yeah to be to be yourself and and that's the part some people are uh, missing and do you have the strength for five more minutes i just want yeah, to sure. say something <laughs> uh, related because there's something i thought during the conversation and then i thought oh i'm not gonna bring it that's another conversation but when you mentioned women so i'm gonna bring it uh a little after the previous conversation uh, we had about women empowerment, uh, and I promise I'm going to make connection to social media. <laughs> I'm not going to get carried away. I actually was, uh, facilitated the, one of the societal constellations uh, I do. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to get into too much detail, but what came out in that constellation was that women were so uh, focused on the power structures and getting in power that they were not focused they were not focused on what is the vision for the future what is happening with the future generation so future generations were really lost and there was no vision ahead in general for humanity and women were so focused on power and the way I interpret that, I mean, not interpret, but what dawned on me as we finish with constellation is like, look at what we're talking about. We're talking about women getting into power positions, right? Women getting equal numbers on boards. I mean, that's the main rhetoric, uh, women getting equal pay. And we are not so, so it's a bit similar with social media that's why i made the connection in my brain it's about envisioning what future do we want to build and focusing on building it as opposed to being yeah. over whatever i think way. i know what you're trying to say and yeah. it has to do with this language around equality okay equality is First of all, it's not a bad thing to say that we are not equal. Yes. None of us. We never Why do we keep using this word? We don't need to. What we need to do is recognize each and every one of us for our own inherent value. And when we can learn to do that, um, then we'll really have something because we'll really be uh, living in the present moment. 
Yeah, so, so it's that together with the fact that we are focused on the wrong things. On social media, we could be focused on who is giving fake information and who's created mm. it. I mean, and this takes away our power, actually. And our power right. is what, how do we want to use this to show up in the world for real and to find people we can co-create with and and right. do our, uh, like do what we're here to do. And instead, we're being... Um, and that's happening both intentionally and unintentionally. But we're spending time. Uh, our our attention is taken away from the core of what we need to do. And this is this is the core of our job: getting back on track with who we are, yeah. what we want to do in this life, and then yeah, finding yeah. the people we can do it with. Well said. And, yeah, well said. Well said. Uh, so I, I think we've touched on this before, and it has to do with the idea that when you're, you're either being creative or you're solving problems. Mm. And, you know, talking about equality is solving problems. Yes seeing each other and and really seeing each individual for who they are and being completely authentic with yourself that's where the alchemy happens that's the creativity i am this person you are oh look at you you have that i have this you know i have that in common with you you know it's like nothing really happens until we stop and look at at each and and recognize one another nothing really happens and everything else journey, is problem solving and that's the journey from scared to sacred <laughs> which you know voila. <laughs> voila. <laughs> we'll talk more about that another time but uh, yeah. it's absolutely is. yes it's from being driven by fears and being manipulated to actually recognizing your own sacred journey and uh and that's the way forward and that's there's so much to talk about there instead of oh who's doing this to us and where are they and what do they look like who cares exactly the way forward yeah love it vanilla weeds podcast the art of living together keep listening to us on spotify google podcasts and apple podcasts Get in touch with us if you have topics that interest you or ideas about guests we should invite and share with your network if something touches you. 